Hey, welcome to The Vessel, where beauty, yoga, and philosophy intersect. I'm your host, Vanessa Dove, model, yogini, and moonlight philosopher. It is May 30th, 2020, 12.26 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at the recording of this bonus episode of The Vessel. Uh, Over the past several weeks and months, there have been several high-profile assassinations of black men and women, innocent black men and women. Um, Very, very gory images and videos have been spread. I have not watched any of them because I don't want to throw up. I hate being nauseous. It's one of the worst emotions for me. Um, It started off with the killing of Armad Arbery was running just on a jog right doing the things that we are supposed to be doing that we're encouraged to be doing during quarantine taking care of our bodies Uh, and he was hunted and shot down and then a woman named Breonna Taylor was shot in her own home murdered in her own home in her own property and now we have the death of George Floyd who was strangled. Uh, I, I don't even know what to call it. I, you know, again, I don't, I stay away from these images because I can't do that to myself. But, you know, th- something very horrible happened um, and he will never come back. Uh, and this has been weighing very heavy on me. And I have been trying to maintain a sense of normalcy. Uh, you know, I think we all have. But I can't help but hear the call now. You know, things have escalated so quickly, so, so quickly. Um, I'm someone who isolates and withdraws when I feel afraid or stressed. Um, It's not a great habit, and I'm not proud of it, but it's something I'm working on. Um, And this, you know, first off with with quarantine, it's been really hard for me to not do that, right? Because they're literally telling us, telling me to do the thing that I'm, you know, is a bad habit that I'm struggling with doing. And now, you know, we have all of this violence that's just been inflicted on my community, on the black community. Um, and I've tried to suppress it. And I can't do that anymore. I am so concerned for the black men in my life I'm concerned for myself um, because black women, you know, (laughs) there's nobody looking out for us, right? I'm I'm confused, um, and I'm not someone who gets confused often. You know, I'm I'm very rational. I'm very analytical. Uh, Nothing really surprises me, right? Uh, But even I am shocked and surprised and confused. Um, And these are very hard things for me to feel because it makes me feel very out of control, right? My mentor says there are only two things you can control, right? Your thoughts and your activity. And that feels like such a pale, underwhelming, useless, helpless belief right now. You know, um, it's very hard for me to have white roommate right now. It's very hard for me to live with an older white woman right now. 
Um, I, you know, I'm already feeling very aggressive. I'm feeling prickly. I, I want to snap at people. I honestly, I want to fucking fight. Um, <laughs> and this is so antithetical to who I am and how I show up in the world. But I, this is just where I am right now. And it would not be in satya. It would not be in truth for me to deny that. So these are very, very uh, upsetting, strange times. So much so that I thought it was very necessary for us to have a bonus episode at the vessel, uh, Ahimsa, in the time of authoritarianism. You know, as a yogi, as a yogini, as someone who has, you know, taken vows and, and dedicated my life to this, it's very important that whatever actions that I take are aligned with those values. Um, and I feel now more than ever there has been a call to action. And if you haven't heard it, you know, you're not listening. And that's a problem, right? So, you know, I will be finishing this episode after I take steps to do my own action, but I just wanted to kind of start off this introduction. Um, we don't really have bonus episodes, and the release date for the vessel is June 22nd, but, you know, uh, these things need to be heard. So, welcome to the vessel. The word ahimsa means without violence or with compassion. Uh, it's literally translated to without harm. Himza means harm. Ah is a Sanskrit uh, prefix that means without. So this is listed as one of the 10 ethical observances of the yogin, and it's found in almost every single yogic text that has ever been written about. It's also taught, although to a lesser degree, in the basic 200-hour teacher training by Yoga Alliance. Uh, but, you know, this is very important right now in the age of authoritarianism and in the age of violence. It's important as yogis, you know, as, as followers of the postural practice, you know, we need to remember where our tradition comes from. And it comes from radical tantra. Right. And that's where Hatha Yoga comes from. It, it comes from very radical, socially freed beings who made it their mission in life to help others be free from societal constraints. Um, it's important that we live with reality. Right. The world is a very violent place. And to say that it's not, to say that all you have to do is just think happy thoughts, right? You know, think a beautiful world and the world will become beautiful. You know, that's delusional, right? And, and delusion is an obstacle on the path to yoga. And it's also an obstacle on the path to being, you know, a successful and mentally tough person. It's so important for us to be real about what's going on and to understand, um, you know, if someone's coming at you and they have the intention of harming you, aren't you harming yourself if you don't do anything? And this might be inflammatory and provocative, but, you know, I fucking love being intellectually provocative. Um, you know, uh, to carry a himza in our hearts means to have compassion. This is what it means to me. It means to have the utmost compassion for yourself and others, for consciousness, right? Everyone, you know, everyone has the ability to have compassion. 
and I'm seeing so much lack of compassion and it's it's really it's it's nauseating um, and it just completely feeds into my bad habits of wanting to withdraw and isolate um, so I can just drown myself in my own compassion because it feels like there's not enough for me um, it feels like there's not enough for us as as black women and as black people um, and so I'm so thankful also though to be surrounded by other yogis and yoga teachers who get this and who understand, right? Um, we can't yoga our way out of this one, folks. We just can't. You know, obviously the timing of this is inconvenient for anyone, but I know I'm not the only one who feels like this, but, you know, 2020 is looking like it's going to be the best year of my life. And it's like one by one shit keeps happening that's trying to throw me off track and that's trying to throw the people I love off track and it's becoming very hard for me to stay centered to stay in my yoga um and and you know I put so much pressure on myself as a teacher of yoga and as a teacher of meditation to like stay calm and stay centered and stay cheerful but fuck that right right that would be so fake that would not be in satya. That would not be in the habit of truth-telling if I was to sit here and say that everything's fine, that I'm fine, that I'm calm, that everyone should be calm, right? To me, ahimsa means doing whatever is necessary to protect life, to protect consciousness, conscious life, right? Um, if someone's coming at you in a violent way, if someone is coming at your people in a violent way, one of the most violent things you can do is sit back and let it happen, right? Sit back and watch and say, oh, no, no, let's hold hands and sing, sing kumbaya and, and pray and it'll all be better. You know, and I'm not shitting on prayer and I'm not shitting on hand-holding. I fucking love praying and I fucking love hand-holding. But, you know, balance. And there's a time and place for everything. Disrespect existence and you better fucking expect resistance, right? So, yeah, I've just been, I've been feeling not like myself. Um, I feel prickly. I feel agitated. Uh, I want to snap at the people that care about me. And this really frustrates me because I don't want to do that. Um, I was writing about, in my upcoming book, Seasons, A Year of Poetry and Other Essays, how, you know, this plague on second thought has been really bad for some of my personal development. And, you know, with all these high-profile assassinations of, of black men and women, um, queer, straight, you know, male, female, it's, it's so indiscriminate. Um, and I don't even know where I'm going with that anymore. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. Now, we also have to understand that looting is not just some mindless thing that, you know, opportunists do, right? Looting is a very intentional political act. And there is a history of looting being a very intentional political act, much in the same way that protests are, right? 
you know, we call it street theater. So um, I think it's also interesting, um, you know, I think a lot about uh, the protests that happened in Seattle. It was the 1999 Seattle WTO protests. Uh, It's also referred to as the Battle of Seattle. Um, It happened at the Washington State Convention and Trade Center on November 30th. Uh, There was massive street protests outside of the convention center. Um, The protests were also nicknamed N30, uh, akin to J18. And if you know anything about J18, that is the Carnival Against Capital, which took place in Germany that same year um, uh, by people who were very, very upset with uh, the government and, and capitalism. So, you know, people were protesting and I remember seeing footage of students, you know, just normal looking students just standing there and the police just coming up and just squirting this tear gas into their eyes and oh, the sound of like those girls just screaming, you know, it's just horrifying. Absolutely, you know, horrifying. Um, so, you know, there are many actors involved in, in street theater. And I think, you know, undoubtedly the most aggressive has always been the military and the police. Right. And, and at this point, we really cannot separate the two because the police have become so militarized. Um, they have so much access to high grade weaponry that really only the military does um, and funding. Right. So um, I was a peace ambassador for one of the women's marches that happened last year. You know, I wore a yellow vest and I felt so proud of myself. This was around the time of when the yellow vest protests in France were becoming very popular. And, you know, I felt like I was doing something. Um, But it was very concerning and disturbing to see the police presence there you know it was they had tanks they had fucking weapon you know beefed up it was like fucking police car on steroids that shit was crazy one of these things had like a fucking rocket launcher on top of it and you know keep in mind this is i'm not even talking about you know black lives matter protests now this was the fucking women's march right this was one of the most neoliberal things that happened and yet somehow the police still thought it was necessary to come out with this super intimidating militarized display of force you know thing you know this is very concerning right you know and and we need to pay attention to what's happening Um, and social media and the news are definitely not avenues for the truth at this point Uh, social media is a little bit better than mainstream news right now but you know uh, and I to be honest I really don't have a solution uh, of where to go to find valid news sources at this point Um, you know it's very hard Times are very challenging. Um, I'm having a hard time with this, and that's just me being completely honest. Um, <laughs> I fucking hate being confused, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, does anyone know what the fuck is going on? Please, you know, if you do, please DM us at Vessel Podcast and let me fucking know what the fuck is going on, because I don't know. Um, I just know that I don't feel good. Um and I know that the people that I love, my, my black brothers and sisters, also do not feel good. And I just want to help. So, 
you know, it is what it is. So instead of the usual musical interlude that we have, I thought it would be very appropriate today for us to practice um, some breathing as well as some mudra, some hand yoga. Mudra means seal or gesture. And this is a very effective practice of yoga to really be able to lock in the energy of something. The mudra we will be taking today is called Bhairava Mudra. And it means fierce or beyond fear of death. So I invite you to take a seat. Make sure you're comfortable. Be honest with yourself. If you have a blanket, this is really helpful to put on your lap because then you have something soft to put your hands on. So go ahead and put your left hand on your lap, palm facing up. Right hand on top of the left, palm also facing up. Lengthen your spine, soften your belly and chest, and lightly close your eyes you feel safe to do so. The pranayama or the breath control we'll be practicing is called shitali pranayama and it means cool sheet. Curl your tongue and open your mouth slightly. Your tongue should be shaped like a tube or kind of like a taco shell. You're going to want to breathe in through this curled tongue and then you're going to breathe out through your nose and close your mouth. You breathe in, open your mouth, curl your tongue, breathe in through that curled tongue. You'll notice that the temperature of the air on your inhale is going to be colder. And when you close your mouth and breathe out, through your nostrils, the air will be warmer. If this isn't accessible to you, that's fine. You can put your tongue in between your teeth, slightly open your mouth, and breathe in that way, and you'll get the same effect. This variation is called shitkari, and it means the same thing. So with our fierce Bhairava Mudra, in our calm, seated posture, breathing this cool air. Make sure you pay attention to yourself. There might be a lot of thoughts you notice coming up. This tends to happen when we sit and when we intentionally try to, to cool ourselves, right? There can be resistance. That's fine. It's fine that it's there. Just internally nod your head to whatever it is your mind is saying or you're feeling and say, very interesting, thank you for sharing. And then keep paying attention to your shitali pranayama, to your bhairava mudra, to your comfortable seat, and to the stillness that you're trying to attain. You know, uh, Stillness is not something that is outside of us. Uh, it's not something you can buy. It's not something you can buy for 
two installments of 1999 and you've got stillness for life. It doesn't work like that, right? You've got to sit. You've got to breathe. You've got to unplug. And you've got to be really honest with yourself. And you might have to be a little firm with yourself. Um, I'm someone who, when I'm stuck on executive functioning mode or on go, 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 it is so hard for me to sit down and be still. And I resist it with every single fiber of my being. Um, And this hasn't really gotten easier, you know, as I've become a meditation teacher. But it's okay, right? All that matters is that you show up, you try, you try with your whole heart, with enthusiasm, and then you will get success. So let's hold this practice for another minute or two, and I'll do it with you. I'll breathe with you, okay? Go ahead and relax a little bit. Maybe start paying attention to the outside noises, the cars driving by. If you live with someone and they're in another room, maybe you hear that. Becoming aware of your environment, your room your seat, your body. Return to a normal breathing. You can keep your hands here if this is very comfortable for you. Um, But we're going to finish this out with a chant of OM. OM is the first sound. It's the sound of spirit. It's the sound of creation, maintenance, and destruction, and it's a sound of power. And when you chant it enough, it really helps you become more of a peaceful thinker than a peaceful person. So I just ask that we do this once together, okay? And now there's three letters, A, U, 
and M. Ah, ooh, mm. So we're going to do this one time. I can do it first to demonstrate. So I start off with a cleansing inhale, cleansing exhale. After my next inhale, I chant. Um. See, it's not that hard. So I invite you to do it with me. Let's first take that cleansing inhale and exhale. Big deep inhale. Big deep exhale. We're doing great. After our next inhale, we chant. Put your hands together. Let's inhale. Thank you so much for meditating and holding posture and breathing with me. And now let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. So for the model pick of the week this week, I really wanted to shout out Maria Borges. Uh, I got the opportunity to lead her as well as Cindy Bruna in yoga earlier today uh, after we all worked out together over Zoom, uh, you know, because quarantine. Uh, but right now, Maria Borges is campaigning for the One Touch charity. Uh, which is right now working uh, with orphanages and education for the new generation in Africa, uh, as well as collabing with other charities. And Maria Borges actually founded this herself. Um, and so if you know anything about Maria Borges, she is a model five foot eleven from Angola, Luanda, Angola. Right now she is currently signed with IMG New York. IMG Paris, IMG Milano, IMG London, Uno Models in Barcelona, 20 Model Management in Cape Town, South Africa, Mega Model Agency in Hamburg, Germany, We Are Models in Lisboa, Portugal, IMG Los Angeles, and IMG Australia. Uh, she is undoubtedly a supermodel right now. Uh, she's been on the covers of multiple Vogue's, uh, Elle, you know, she's done it all. Her runway walk is phenomenal. Uh, she's on Instagram. She is I am Maria Borges. That's B-O-R-G-E-S on Instagram. That's her handle. Um, you know, and Maria, if you're listening to this right now, you are so cheerful. Um, and it was so refreshing to just to be around that kind of energy and that kind of that lightness, right? That lightheartedness and, and fun and play. You know, because the environment, our world right now is, is very not playful. It's not lighthearted. It's not cheerful. So it was such a joy to be able to work with you and to also to be able to talk with you. You know, we we talked about on Zoom today uh, the mental health challenges of models in the industry, uh, not only now with, you know, there being limited opportunities to work because of quarantine, but, you know, just the, the day-to-day rejection you know um and and how to deal with that um maria was just talking about how working out has become such a key ingredient in keeping up her mental health uh the the challenge 
of models is that, you know, with so much traveling and, and long days on set, uh, you know, I spent 13 hours on set one day uh, for a commercial. And it's very hard to stay regulated. It's very hard to, to stick to your routines when this is your life. So, you know, being able to have the discipline to maintain, you know, to keep up with uh, consistently the things that make us feel good and, and, and help us be balanced is so important. Um, so yeah, this was definitely a great opportunity. Um, and I really wanted to shout her out because she's an amazing model and she's doing amazing things. And if you don't know who she is, now you do. Make sure to follow her. I am Maria Borges on Instagram and as well as her model profile on models.com because models.com is the database for all things models, agencies, and fashion updates. So I'm honestly fucking tired. I'm fucking tired for several reasons, um, but one of the most irritating things to me right now is just seeing, it's just being online, it's just being on social media, and it's seeing people posting all these protest videos, all this protest stuff online, and it's just like, that is so dangerous. You know, we, we really need to understand what it is that's happening here, and we really need to understand the nature of authoritarianism, um, you know, and I can't help but think about the Ferguson protest and how protesters, you know, several leaders uh, in those protests came up missing or assassinated or just really weird deaths, you know. Um, and then in Turkey, in the Gezi Park protests, you know, and this is when Twitter, this is kind of, you know, during uh, a very eruptive time over there and Twitter became, you know, a means for people to organize and the government used that to find people and throw them in jail. Right. So, you know, I, it's just it really concerns me seeing how open some people have been about sharing about this. You know, and I understand we want to keep everyone up to, to speed and, you know, be aware. But I mean, people, you really need to be more careful when you're doing this. Right. You really need to be careful. Identity protection is so, so key in this. And, you know, as we know, the Internet is really not a safe place. The days of, of freedom and the wild, wild west on the internet are gone, right? You know, every time you download an app and it asks you for, like Instagram, you know, it has access to our, our microphones and our cameras and all these other things, you know, make sure to turn these things off before you go to these protests, right? I really wanted to shout out Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for, you know, uh, providing some really easy to read educational material on how to protest safely. Um, you know, protest hygiene is, is a thing. And if you decide to protest, then you need to make sure that you are protecting yourself adequately. Uh, we are still under quarantine. Technically, um, we are not allowed to gather together. So do understand that, um, you know, this is, this is potentially you're going to be risking a lot uh, bodily injury and harm. So make sure that you have very anonymous clothing, preferably black. Um, you want to cover up any tattoos. Uh, you want to take out your jewelry. Uh, if you have septum piercings, uh, go ahead and turn that jewelry up uh, so it's out of view. Goggles are definitely something that you should wear. Uh, make sure that all parts of the face are covered. You know, you, you want to get the goggles that seal the face because when the police come out to spray people with tear gas, you know, any cracks 
in your goggles and that shit's going to get in and it's not going to be a good time. Yeah. Uh, masks, right? Where there's still the threat of a pandemic. Make sure you're protecting yourself. Uh, in this instance, I do suggest uh, N95 masks or uh, preferably gas masks, you know, because we have to be aware of the threat of uh, multiple types of tear gas being used, possibly a combination of them. Uh, in Turkey, during the Gezi Park protests, what police did is they used one type of tear gas that requires, you know, a certain treatment, uh, and then they would use another type that would require another type of treatment, then they would use another type of tear gas. And so all of these things require different uh, uh, methods of solving, you know, as far as pain, and they conflicted with one another. So if you can prevent yourself from ever even having to like get that in your eyes, nose or mouth, uh, this would be, uh, you know, the best possible scenario. Uh, so make sure you're bringing water uh, if you have access to milk, I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this probably has milk in their fridge. That is also a good thing to bring. Um, this will calm down any inflammation that might happen because of being exposed to chemicals. Uh, make sure you bring snacks. I personally suggest uh, if you have sweet potatoes, boiled sweet potatoes are good. Uh, kiwis are good. Great source of energy. Bananas. Bananas, amazing source of energy. Uh, figs, dates. Uh, granola. I stay away from from processed things, even like trail mix or, or, you know, granola bars because they have too much added in. But, you know, whatever you have <laughs> is fine. Um, make sure you bring a washcloth as well. Um, if you have access to first aid and it's not uh, too heavy for you to carry around, this is also very important. Uh, you might not need it, but someone else might. Right. And, and we're all on this together. Uh, make sure you tie your hair up. Uh, this is the protest is not a place for to wear, you know, um, any fancy styles, long hair, you know, just tie that shit up. Um, also, so no jewelry, right? Of course, you, you don't want to have anything, you know, that can be kind of caught in case you do have to run. Um, make sure you stay with somebody. Make sure somebody knows where you are, right? And if possible, if you can write down the names and numbers of emergency contacts on your arm with Sharpie, this is going to be very helpful uh, because if you do end up in jail or if, you know, something happens, uh, your phone is off, you know, you're going to need access to this. And, you know, none of us uh, memorize phone numbers anymore. I certainly don't, thanks to technology. So make sure to write that down. Um, if you have heat-resistant gloves, this is also helpful uh, if you have um, the heavy-duty gardening gloves, this will also be good. Um, so, th so these are all things to bring with you. Uh, make sure you have ID on you as well. Um, most important thing, if you can turn off your cell phone, that would be great. Um, in fact, you know, if you don't, if you really don't have a reason to bring it, that would be even better. Um, uh, make sure that your face and touch ID are off. You want to make sure it's on airplane mode and you want to disable your data. So if you absolutely have to bring your phone, these are the things that you want to make sure that you do. Um, I hope everyone stays as safe as is possible given the circumstances um, and make sure to take some time for you today. Uh, it's so good to collectively come together and, you know, make our voices and our emotions heard. 
just make sure that you're balancing that out with whenever you come home that you have silence you have space you have support and that you have structure for yourself and you know this can look like uh, your nightly routine your wind down routine washing your face uh, that's what it is for me it's my skincare it's it's my washing my face doing my 16 step skincare routine and not skipping on it either you know now's not the time to skip on the things that that really help us stay relaxed so yeah i hope you all stay well and stay safe and i will see you in a few weeks for episode one of the vessel welcome to the vessel